0: Hello friends, and welcome to the final episode of Jules Loves Me, the podcast.
1: Did you say final?
0: I said final. What? I know, it's big news.
1: Oh my goodness, there's so much to catch up on. So let's not wait another minute and let's get this party started. Hey there, Jules here and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. So we've been doing this podcast for a long time, like five years. And in that time, it's changed and grown and kind of morphed. And we've honored that. So it started off with meditations. I was doing guided meditations and sharing those. And then we started to have more of the conversation between us. And I was also having conversations with Paprika Southern magazine that was in print and on the podcast. Super fun. Go scroll back on whatever playlist you have and you can see some of those beautiful conversations and after the pandemic hit we really started to work together on the podcast and it has helped me tremendously to just be able to work through some things and also hear feedback from listeners saying yeah me too i'm in the same place or ah i know you were talking about your life but you were talking about my life at the same time so just to be able to have that connection and um that community has been really important and fun this podcast is so fun to do
0: yeah it is it is
1: i know there's many times where we feel like is it work what i guess maybe it is work maybe it's not work so it's been such a joy for us that it's something that we want to not only continue doing, but we also want to make sure that we're growing with it and allowing it to continue growing. Is that is that fair to say? I think so. So in that growing, let's talk about where Jules Loves Me came from to begin with, because I mean, that is like a really uh, important piece. (laughs) And I don't know the last time I've talked about it. So back in 2016, I was doing a lot of makeup classes. I was teaching makeup. All the time. And in those classes, I was discovering that my students, whether one on one or in in groups, didn't matter. They always had a hard time learning something new because of all the negative self talk. And I quickly realized wait a minute, there's a deeper need here beyond the makeup, more than makeup. And so started realizing, oh, well, that should be the name of our makeup line that was also going along with the education because I needed school supplies, right? I needed to have this makeup and thought, oh, Jewel's more than makeup because that's what started to become clear to me in my spiritual journey was that there was more to me than just makeup. Right. And that was a big point that I kept trying to claim for myself.
0: But yet still hooking it into Beauty, which was where our income stream was.
1: Well, which was my whole world. Yeah, it was at At that, that especially at that stage. I definitely, there was no idea in my mind yet of writing, uh, teaching anything other than makeup, speaking none of that was on my radar. That's kind of crazy to like take it back that far where you're like, didn't you always want to write a book? Didn't you always want to? do motivational speaking. Didn't you know that that actually is not that I didn't want to. It's that I didn't even know that it was in there yet. So I'm doing these classes. I'm struggling to get my students to look at themselves in the mirror because once that makeup comes off, Oh, my goodness, all the insecurities come out. And there's something really interesting about working with a professional on an area where you feel vulnerable because a lot of excuses start to come out or a lot of reasonings or a lot of, you know, well, yeah. I'm so sorry, this is so going to be so hard for you because I'm this age. Or, oh, I wish I was younger so it would be easier for you. Or, oh, too bad you have to deal with this nose. And, you know, it would like always come out. And I was like, I don't see you like that at all, not even a little bit. So I would spend so much time trying to just help them to feel more confident, more secure, safe. Safe with me to just let down all the defenses and just enjoy yourself. Let's enjoy ourselves together. And we'd work through the different blocks and be able to have a makeup session. I'm telling you, I'm, you know, I joke and say I felt like more of a beauty therapist than a makeup artist at this point because I realized that there's a lot happening under the surface of makeup sure and it was really interesting um, to have that align with my spiritual journey that was unfolding because i could feel things were changing there too and i was like what am i gonna do with myself i have all these parts of me and they don't necessarily go together all the time but i was trying to make them go together i know you remember the classes how i'd have a ted talk
0: oh yeah yeah you were like let me stand up here and tell y'all about all the things we're not going to do, including we're not going to talk badly about ourselves. We're not going to allow any of this negative in. We're going to focus on bringing the inner beauty out.
1: Right. I would have to set the tone, if you will. Yeah, that's but, what I was. But what, right. like, an,
0: like an oath. You're like, you have to take the oath of, <laughs> of being sweet to yourself.
1: Right. The makeup oath is what I would call it. The makeup scout honor. So before that, I would be vulnerable though, and I would share this presentation that I'd put together, basically sharing my story and where I had come from and just to share my heart. So you would see me as a person versus someone that was a beauty professional. Like I wanted you to see my heart. And so that's how it uh, came out was to have these Like I said, these TED talks, you know, this this motivational speech before your makeup class. And so I knew something was happening. It was like, man, this is really um man, I'm not sure how this goes together anymore. And at the same time, I was thinking, and my heart's not really in this makeup business anymore. Because there's there's got to be more to it than this. And it being my purpose. The meaning of what I was doing with my time and my life, um, you know, all of that. And also seeing the greater need of my students who were coming to me, who were just blossoming after our session. And I realized something's definitely happening. And whatever is happening, I have to figure out how to work with it. So Jules Loves Me. Jules Loves Me comes about because friends would call me and say, oh, I need some Jules love. I need some Jules love. And it was like a bat signal would go out. Like they'd put the call and we would joke and say like it was like a heart in the sky (laughs) because somebody needed some love from me. And I was happy to answer the call. And so what became kind of a joke, you know, just like, here I come with love (laughs) is like, all right, well, let me put this somewhere because we were about to break up with our lives, break up with that makeup business and go on the road full time in our airstream. So I could figure out what was happening. Right. And we thought, oh, well, I'm not going to be here in person to, you know, love all my friends, be with my students and encourage them. So let's try to have a space online that gives that love, shares that love, puts it out there. And that's where Jules Loves Me was born. And it started off as essentially affirmations. Just affirmations. I would just send out some affirmations, tell some stories, and they had nothing to do with makeup. And that was so weird for me at first, but then it became natural because I was able to focus on what was going on there, that inner work. So from the outer beauty to the inner healing is how I look at it. And I was able to kind of uh, step back, if you will, once we got the beauty out of the way And I don't mean to talk about anything beauty in a negative way. It was almost like it was all encompassing for me. So I needed to set it aside so I could then see what else was going on within me.
0: You literally almost, like, did one of those crazy sci-fi things where you, like, unzip yourself and, like, step out of the skin that you're in into mm. something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like... You know, you you really we had to we as a group, I mean, I was there with you with, with within beauty selling makeup, you know, running classes from the studio in downtown Savannah. Everybody
1: thought you were a makeup artist. I you know, were so good. I know.
0: I can sell makeup. I definitely can. I knew I knew your talking points. I knew your selling points. I knew how to help people with colors. You like, edited the
1: videos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was good at all that. stuff, Mr. Dollface.
0: But at the same time, I remember us leaving the studio one time after a class and being like, God, that was so taxing. You know just the whole rigmarole of the whole thing and then just we didn't feel good after and it is the biggest thing we didn't feel good and we we're like something's got to change and i'm like where where, where are we going to go from here like how do we how do we make something different out of what we have right now how does this puzzle go back together in a way that makes us happy
1: So as you're listening to the story, have you found yourself in a place where you know you want to change? You know you want things to be different, but you're not really sure what that means. Is there a time that you're thinking about right now where you thought, well, if I'm not a fill in the blank, then who would I be? So just think about that for a moment all right let's get back to the story so i knew i wanted my life to change i knew there was some higher calling deeper meaning purpose that was calling to me i felt like elsa and frozen Two, and she kept hearing yes Yes, baby, that's exactly it. So that's going off. Nobody else can hear it but me because, uh, spoiler alert, your calling is a private call, not a conference call. So not everybody else is going to hear what you hear. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, which But you also were feeling this. So this is the gift that you and I were in alignment and on the same page of being willing to surrender it. And what I mean by surrender is we sold everything. We left what we knew to go figure out something new. And we loved it. You know, we share that entire journey um, in the hopeful house episode where we were able to enjoy traveling and get to this place that we are now, which is in Hopeful, Georgia. And we love it. 25-acre home said, what's up? Can't wait till the world clears up and we maybe can see you here one day. But in this moment, I realized now that back then, this idea of being online, it was a little ahead of its time because everybody just was all about the meetup. And I also wasn't quite sure what was developing in my heart. You know, what was I going to do? What was I sharing? What was I selling? What was I, I don't, I don't know. But all I did know was that I just had to keep following it bit by bit by bit by bit. And sometimes when you're following it like that, it doesn't come in the time frame that you want it to come. I can say that almost always, if not always, it's going to be at a different pace than you expect it. And I think that's to to sharpen your skills, you know, either it be developing patience or being able to be um, strong in your trial by fire, you know, whichever way is coming, how are you going to show up, right? So through this process, we realized, okay, Jules Loves Me is this platform because – What I continued to do online, even when we left Savannah, was I continued to work with kids because that was a little side perk of being a makeup artist. All the art teachers in the area would love for me to come in and speak to their students and tell them how they wouldn't be starving artists because I was an example of someone who didn't go to college and who still was able to pay their bills. (laughs) so they wanted me to encourage them and I did and I loved it and the way that these kids responded to me and the way I responded to them just it stayed with me even as I left Savannah and I thought man that's really nice I, I hope I still get to continue to do those workshops or mini speeches if you will you know just to connect with them and so I still got to do that even though I was away. One thing I knew for sure in leaving Savannah was that this platform of Jules Loves Me, this positivity platform that you could go to at any time and feel loved and feel cared about, I knew that it was important, even though I didn't quite know what it was yet. I knew it was important. So I just kept showing up and, and just doing my best, working on writing skills, working on those guided meditations, figuring out how to podcast.
0: You spent, you spent your, your, our first year in the Airstream, you basically just pouring yourself into notebooks. I mean, you did that well before we left Savannah, but you, you were constantly just pouring yourself into notebooks. Um, and, uh, and, and actually, you know, your first, uh, your first teaching from, uh, Jules is me, that's more like what we do in Miracle Lab now, um, you know, came out before we ever left Savannah. Um, and, uh, and that, those ideas um, were, were just like something that just churned over and over again in your mind. You're trying to figure out how we were going to to use these things to help as many people and, and still create a business out of it and, and, you know, infuse retreats into it. Like there was such a big idea, but we were just on the road and just like trying to figure out life on the road, you know, at that point. So it was like, it was like this, we were just caught in the space of like, just, let's just see where it goes, you know?
1: Yes. And that's the intro to this podcast. My life is a surrender experiment. (laughs) Indeed. So we went to uh, New Mexico, was it? Southern Colorado. We saw the families. We were inspired by their camping in a place where there was no service, any of that. We realized by seeing it in person, the deeper connection that happens when you unplug from your phone, and that had such a huge impact on us. And it also infused in our hearts the idea of creating that type of space wherever we would end up being. And that was something that I remember when we had that idea, it also started to grow this idea of it would be really cool if one day we could do a nonprofit. But that's so complicated and confusing and such a giant mountain. I'm not sure. We'll buy the book, read it when we have more time, and then keep doing what we're doing of figuring it out, right? Yeah. It just felt like that. Like it felt so far away. It felt so far away. Everything felt so far away. All that I could do was just, like you said, just pour my heart out into these journals and try to figure out what the heck was trying to come through me. And I continue to honor that. It wasn't until the pandemic that I realized I need to move in this direction in a more confident way. And I had kind of gotten used to just writing and keeping things to myself and, you know, wasn't really sharing so much. I just kind of gotten used to that. And when the pandemic hit, it was like, don't wait, like time is now. The urgency was so loud for me that all I could do was get on Facebook live and just start sharing messages, just sharing the truth that I knew, sharing stories, trying to be helpful, helping myself and just getting this stuff out of my heart. And I started realizing, oh, well, The stuff that you have been working on for years and tested in Savannah before you left, this is all even more relevant now, today. And so that just was like so exciting. You know, you like, oh, I start seeing the puzzle. I can start seeing the picture. I just had a mess of pieces a minute ago. And now, oh, there's a corner. Oh, yay. (laughs) All my puzzle peeps will get that one. (laughs) So we figure out we really need to organize these teachings a little bit more. And through that miracle lab came to be and we had always kind of had this idea of like having a lab to me a lab is a place where you can go and experiment and just work things out in a safe space you know like you can research you can talk you can connect you can get with your your friends your study partners whoever you know and just kind of work some things out. And so I love that idea of it being very organic and very personal and authentic. And the and
0: non-denominational, like it's And and I was going to
1: say you know. and I, right, thank you. And on a spiritual level be open to um not challenge. I don't necessarily like that word, but to explore your beliefs.
0: To test, you know, it's to test it out. How's that, how's that working? Yeah. How's that working? How how does does that, how does your meditative, uh, practice help you feel? You know, how does, uh, how does this, this book over here that talks about Taoism, how does that fit into your life or does it, you know, some of it doesn't work for everybody, but we don't have to figure that out for people. We just want to hold the space for people to figure out their own stuff and provide them some truth along the way. Um, and that's what's so cool about you know the the potential for Miracle Lab is just being uh, being a place where we put everything that we find to be true, and then people can come in and, and understand what they need to understand.
1: So Miracle Lab is, I started saying my online classroom. It was a place where we're doing workshops, where we're connecting within a community that we've been growing over the pandemic, but it's really exciting to think of it as really more of a school because there's these different areas within wellness. And so for me, class is thinking like one subject, one department, you know, and it's not only about spirituality. However, I believe everything is spiritual. (laughs) It just shows up and manifests in different ways. And so within that, you know, That's where I can find beauty, meaning outer beauty. That's a part of the body. Okay, great. I understand why that's interesting to me. It's a form of art. That's another part of uh, what we share. The other side of it is healing is really important to me. Learning more about my emotions and how to control their responses and control my responses and reactions to things that, Oh, that I can control these things. Oh, I'm looking for something to control, control that. Right. Oh, so to me, it just felt, it feels so exciting to be able to have a place to put all this stuff. And what you were saying about holding that space is so awesome. Can I tell you something? Please. Y'all heard every said please to me. He's just so sweet. He listens to me talk all the time. He's still so interested. Anyways, I, de- I digress. So the, the thing is, is that I've been in this program now, my second program with Cornell, Wellness Counseling. And what's so awesome about this program is it's all about being client directed, which is exactly the philosophy of Miracle Lab. I don't want to give you advice. I don't want to be your guru. I don't want to come and save you. I want to share the space where you can be safe to explore these different things about yourself. So you can discover what works, discover what's not working. And so I, I just can't even tell you, as soon as I realized that that was the approach that they were going with, with our program, I could have hit the roof. I was so excited. I was just so like, "Ah, yes! I love what you said about Cornell backing all the woo-woo knowings that I've held in my heart.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) It's really amazing. I'm like, you figured this stuff out that, that Ivy league professors are teaching to, you know, at a high level of education. And you figured this stuff out just by like digging through your heart. Basically. I mean,
1: Mm, and that's a testament to thank you. I don't want to miss Gratitude. Thank you. And that's a testament to wisdom, divine wisdom is available to all of us. Like you don't have to have that degree in order for you to be able to have wisdom in your heart. It's all about finding it and being open to discovering it. That brings us, I think, to where we are now. Indeed. So now we can talk about where we are going together, friends. So this podcast is going to be changing. And what I mean by going to be changed, I mean the whole thing is going to change, but not really. The name is going to change. The intro is going to change. I know the music is different. It's going to be different, but it's going to be okay. But here's the best part. Josh and I are still gonna show up telling you wholehearted stories and sharing the lessons that we've learned along the way, including the research that I do and all of these findings that I can share. I want to be able to share that with you. As we wrap up this final Jules Loves Me podcast episode with the idea of transitions in our minds and our hearts, knowing that transitions aren't always so easy, so pretty, they're definitely challenging. I love the quote that says, transitions are hard to start often messy in the middle and gorgeous in the end and that's what i'm holding in my mind and heart as we move from jules loves me into miracle lab another thing that we're changing is we're going from our text community into a social community so my text line is no more. I have ended my texting service so I can focus fully into the Miracle Lab community that we are growing and building. So you can visit Miracle Lab and join our community. It's totally free. And Josh and I are in there posting, commenting, and we would love to have you join us in that space to hear your thoughts, see your post. So go to miraclelab.org and look for community. Again, it's totally free and it is full of goodness and healing off of social media. Facebook is not required. So give that a look and check that out. And as we Oh, wind it down. Let's just take a moment to think about the transitions that are happening, not only for us in our lives, but also in your life. And let's just hold that in a sacred space right now. By taking a nice deep breath, we can center ourselves in this moment. We can feel the power and the presence of God working in us, as us, and through us. And we know that whatever point of transition we're in, we are being held by love and guided divinely. We can take all of the hard points of it, all of the challenges Right now, in this moment, and give it over as an offering. Just let it go. Allow this moment to be free. Trust that all is happening as it should. Believe that you are doing enough because you are enough. as we soak that truth up. We claim it and we know it. So let's go be it and do it. So it is and so we let it be. Amen. And as I sign off for the last time of Jules Loves Me, remember when we come back, it'll be a new name but all the same love because the light in me loves the light in you till next time if you feel uplifted and seen by this podcast i invite you to join us in miracle lab where we dive deeper into wholehearted wellness with a supportive community work with me to set intentions on becoming an integrated being from your outer beauty to your inner healing. Join our free social community where you can post, comment, and scroll in a safe space without being on social media. Your beloved community awaits you. You belong in Miracle Lab. Visit www.themiraclelab.org. Special thanks to my co-host, Josh, who is on production and sound design. And a big thank you to you for listening.